Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Service, June 12th, 2022. Somebody in the future is going to be watching this and going, oh, man, this is outdated information. And it probably is because we're going to be talking about some stuff that's going on in the market right now, things that are uh, going on with interest rates, the softening of the market, all that kind of stuff. We are going to be talking about that kind of stuff, but I'm going to be answering some questions before we bring up a surprise special freaking guest, Mr. Tevin. You guys are going to be seeing Tevin. He's amazing. Uh, just did a deal with him. He's been a leader in the sub two community for a long time, helping people get their first deals and beyond. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Him and I might even do some Q&A. We're going to tell a story about a deal that him and I just recently did together and what we're doing with that deal. But first, I want to answer a question tonight right out of the gate because I want to send this to somebody in the future. When somebody asks me this question, I want people to have this answer to this question. Pace, I hope your Sunday is going well. This is coming from my Instagram DMs, by the way. I've watched about six hours of your videos today, and one question I'm trying to answer is this. What happens to existing equity when a sub-two deal is done? Do you sub-two the existing mortgage and then seller finance the equity or just pay their equity, or is that just gravy on top of your deal? If there's a video where you can answer this, I'm super sorry. Been looking for it. Feel free to just tell me one exists, and I'll go find it if you don't have the time to answer. So this is a great question. Um, Quinn, as his name is asking me, when you do a deal in sub two, now this is why I tell people, come on Sunday service so I can actually ask you the question or answer the question because the context of this question is really hard to understand. Are you saying that you've already done a sub two deal? I've now owned it for 20 years, so it's built up equity. So now when I go sell the sub two deal um, to somebody else, let's say I'm done with it and I decide I'm going to go sell it to a family or put it on the market or whatever it is. Are you asking me what happens with the equity that I've built since I've owned it? Or are you, oh, there's Quinn right there. Quinn Rivera. Quinn right here. So Quinn, I want to get do something for you. I'm going to bring you on here and Tevin and I are going to answer this question for you. Okay. I'm going to invite you to the, the actual stage. Okay, the stage link is right there in the side chat. It's streamyard.com with a bunch of letters. Click on that link. It's going to ask you to get in here. It's going to take you a couple of minutes, but get in here because I want to ask a question to you because I don't understand your question. We could go a hundred different ways with it. And while I'm waiting for you to come in here, Quinn, I'm going to bring up my boy, Tevin. Tevin, what up, dog? How you doing? Doing good, bro. How about yourself? Tevin, tell people who you are, where you're from, how they can get a hold of you so that people don't have that question while they're looking at your beautiful face. Absolutely, bro. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Tevin Moxham. I'm based out of South Florida. Um, do deals nationwide. If you want to get a hold of me, you see my name on the screen. It's no space on Instagram. So Tevin Moxham on Instagram, one, one word. And if you want to email me um, for any reason, it's tevincreative at gmail.com. So Tevin creative one word at gmail.com. But what do people need you for Tevin? Like, why do they need you? What, what can you provide to somebody? Gotcha, bro. Um, so what I do is, and I learned from pace, the master himself, um, <laughs> is creative finance, um, specialty. If you have a dead lead, I can help you convert that dead lead into making money. Um, if you have a deal that's dead, 
um, like the deal we're going to talk about later was dead. I can turn that into a deal and help you get paid. Um, and that's pretty much what I do. I'm, I specialize in underwriting or as Pace says, superpower. My superpower is underwriting, deal structuring, negotiating deals to turn them from no deal into an actual deal. So instead of throwing it away, um, I can help you make money off of that deal. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, a couple of fun things going on. Here's Jabs Carter. Jab Carter. um, He's amazing. He made he tagged me on Instagram yesterday and he was like, yo, I'm I'm calling everybody. I'm the I'm the terms king. I was like, bro, my portfolio says otherwise. Um, But let my let my portfolio call your portfolio and we'll figure out who the terms king is. Let's let's show HUDs. And let's show portfolios. Let's show net worth, bro, based on terms and terms alone. But Jabs is coming up in the ranks. He's amazing. Love him. He's amazing. And I love this. He was like, shots fired. I'm firing shots at you. And I appreciate that. I appreciate the young gunners coming after me. I love my boys. Tevin, you're another another one of these up and comers, bro. You're, you're crushing it. You're doing well. You just sold me a deal. And I want to break down that deal today. We've got 500 people watching right now between a couple of YouTube channels and the Facebook group. So 500 people need to hear how to get a hold of Tevin Moxham. One more time before I bring Quinn. Quinn, make sure you're ready for this. Look at that thick-ass beard, bro. That's thicker than the Atlanta tree tree, tree line. Holy moly. We're going to be bringing up Quinn here in just a minute. But, Tevin, how can people get a hold of you so they can write it down, look you up while we're talking to Quinn for about five to ten minutes? Gotcha. You guys can find me on Facebook at Tevin Moxham, my name below. You can find me on Instagram at Tevin Moxham, no space. And you can email me at TevinCreative at gmail.com. Love it, love it, love it. All right, cool. Let's bring up Quinn. Quinn, how you doing, bro? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm great. So you had a question. You DM me on Instagram. I reply to my DMs, don't I? Yep, absolutely. Every time. Quickly, too. All the time, bro. It's because I'm waiting for a DM from your mom, so I'm always on top of my DMs. (laughs) Got him. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a mo- your mom joke thing right now. I don't know when it's going to be over, but you set me up. Thank you. I so, Quinn, ask me the question one more time. Yeah, so I guess my question is, I'm new to this. I just graduated med school, and I'm trying to get into the real estate scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, been watching your videos. Say you take over payments in a sub-two deal, but that person, the seller that you're taking over payments for, they've built up a little bit of equity in that property. When you take over the payments, what happens to that equity that they have? Or how do you take care of that? Okay, so every individual seller is going to be an individual answer. Okay, so what you're doing right now, Quinn, is you're in that learning stage and phase where you actually have not spoken to a seller and you have not ran into a a circumstance where this actually applies to. So Mm -hmm. the reality is I'm going to give you like four or five different scenarios, okay? Awesome. Um, The house I live in right now, the seller had one point eight million dollars in equity and so what you do let me let me bust this out for us i'll get a little whiteboard on us so what we did in this uh, scenario is i bought the property for three million dollars okay there is an underlying 1.2 million dollar loan to zion's bank okay so this would be the sub two loan right because Zion's Bank is a bank that I'm taking over the payments of that Zion's Bank loan. That payment, I think, is like $5,700 per month. Um, this property would definitely not cash flow. 
This is the only property that I don't that I have in my portfolio does not cash flow. But why does it not cash flow? Is because I live here. There's no way for it to cash flow, right? Yeah. So I took over $5,700 payment. That payment um, goes directly to Zion's Bank through a servicing company that hopefully handles that question. People go, how does that payment actually get ma made? Servicing company comes into my bank account, pulls that $5,700 ever, out every single month. Now, I bought the house for $3 million. So what about the other $1.2 million or $1.8 million? Okay, so you ready to get your mind rattled just a little bit? School me, man. Okay, so the seller bought the house for um, $2 million originally, okay? So the seller didn't want to sell it for over $2 million because he knew that if he sold it for three, which is what the property was worth at the time, he knew that he was going to have a $1 million gain in one year, right? What does that mean? That means capital gains, right? So he says, dang it, I want to sell it to you for $3 million, but is there a way we can structure my equity to not show up as a gain? I go, we sure can. So what I did is I said, um, here's what we'll do. We'll make it look as if I bought the property from you for $2 million. If you guys look up public record, we actually recorded at $2 million, but I actually bought that property from him for $3 million. How did I do that? Well, because what I did is I set up an $800,000 seller finance note in second position. Does that make sense to you, Quinn? Yeah. Okay. So there's an $800,000 seller finance position I don't um, have to pay any interest on, and I have zero payments for 10 years. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. Well, what about the other million? Well, the other million dollars is set up as a consulting agreement. Why is that? Well, this is very creative. I got very creative on this. This gentleman, his name is Jerry Norton. He's who I bought the property from. Him and I are in the same industry. We're both in real estate. He's just much older than me. So what we did is we had our attorneys set up an agreement between the two of us that said, Jerry is going to consult with Pace for $1 million over 10 years. So essentially $100,000 a year for the next 10 years. And what's great about that is that I technically bought the house for $3 million, right? I got $1.2 million for Zions, $800,000 in seller finance. No, now this is the trickiest one that I've ever done, Quinn. I'll jump into some other little ones that are really simple. Okay. This is high level all the way down to some really basic stuff. Okay. So the $1 million consulting agreement, why was this good? is because when I make a payment towards this $1 million, is that not a write-off for me because it's a consulting agreement? Mm. So every I'm actually paying down my house and getting a tax write-off for my house payment because it's set up as a consulting agreement, not a, a home purchase. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Why is this good for Jerry? Well, here's what's good for Jerry is that if Jerry sold this property, which at the time the property was worth $3 million, if Jerry sold this property on the market, Jerry would probably have spent about $300,000 in fees, commissions, closing costs, et cetera. He would have walked away, walked away with $2.7 million. 
okay? Which 700,000 of that $2.7 million, as you recall, is profit, right? Because he bought it for $200,000 a year prior or $2 million for the year prior. He would have paid nearly 50% tax rate on that $700,000, meaning he would have walked away with $2.35 million. Whereas in a seller finance situation, he will truly walk away with $3 million and not pay any tax on that million dollar consulting agreement. Why will he not pay taxes on that $1 million? Well, Quinn, Jerry Norton moved to Puerto Rico <laughs> and he pays an effective tax rate of 4% for all income. And so he will pay $40,000 total on a $1 million consulting agreement. I, on the other hand, will get $1 million of write-offs for the next 10 years. Wow. Okay, so you can structure things however you want. If you put it on a piece of paper. Now, when when Jabs Carter said when Jabs Carter ironically takes a jab at me, I will listen to Jabs Carter <clears throat> once he goes and structures something as good or better than this. I'm pausing for effect. <laughs> okay. Um, so here we go. Um, Ian Henley asked another great question. I will answer this question. This is what we call the Morby method, Ian. So you say, hey, pays for sellers needing large down payment for seller financing. Would there be any issue using private money? Yes, there is an issue. Go utilize the Morby method. And if you don't know what the Morby method is, then go to YouTube and type in Morby method or go to YouTube and type in, I'm a knucklehead, what's the Morby method? Go watch the Morby method. That is how you solve large down payment on seller finance. Okay, so back to Quinn's question. So Quinn, you can see how we can structure a seller's equity however we want, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's look at it in a more simple way, okay? I've got a deal right now where I'm buying the property for $350,000, okay? The sub two loan, or the underlying loan is with US Bank at 280,000. Okay? The remaining equity between 280 and 350 is $70,000, right? Yep. So this is the advantage for the seller. I'm going to kind of rattle your brain just a little bit everybody in the audience but here's the reality is does this seller really have seventy thousand dollars in equity quinn because it's 280 to 350 is that is that what equity is i thought it was but it's not this is what we, this is what we call spread okay? okay this is not equity okay so what is equity quinn this is one of the most important things you'll learn as you scale in real estate equity is what you put in your pocket after the house is sold. What does that mean? If I sold a house right now for $350,000 on the market, am I gonna get $350,000 in my pocket? No, because no, I gotta pay realtor. As a seller, you pay the realtor, the realtor, the closing costs, the repairs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The average cost to sell a property in the United States nationwide is 11%. So somebody would spend probably $38,000 selling a $350,000 house. So does this seller really have $70,000 of equity? No, the seller has about $32,000 of equity. Now, why do I bring that up? 
I bring this up because I point this out to the seller as a benefit of selling to me. Hey, seller, if you sold right now in the open market, you would actually get $32,000 in your pocket after selling the, the house. However, if you sell to me through creative finance, not only will I make sure you get your equity, I will set it up where your spread turns into true equity because we're not going to use realtors. We're not going to use any of that trash. I just would like you to set up your $70,000 so it benefits me so I can give it to you over a longer period of time. So this deal, I, that's what I did. I broke. Do you see why I broke down the equity versus spread so I could position myself with the seller? Yeah. Take notes, Jabs, just in case you need to learn some of this stuff. Just take some notes. Okay. So, um, sorry, I got to take jabs at jabs. Jabs took jabs at me. You know what I'm saying? You, this is what you do when you're brothers. You take jabs at each other. It's good. So, um, I positioned myself with the seller. And so the seller says, yeah, if I can get my $70,000 and I don't have to give it all up. By the way, the other benefit of a seller, seller financing their equity to you, Quinn, what's another benefit to them? Is that they can actually spread out their tax liability because you only get taxed on money you receive. So, if that seller actually received that $32,000, depending on how long they own the house and what the house was, you know, all that kind of stuff, there's a high likelihood that they actually get taxed on that $32,000 as well. And now they're not even getting the $32,000. So when people say to me on last week's episode, Pace, why would a seller ever sell to you on seller finance? Have we answered the question, why would a seller sell to you on seller finance? $38,000 more money less lack tax liability. I don't have to go through inspections. I don't have to go through all the rigmarole of showing my properties and dealing with real estate agents and all that kind of stuff. I can turn my spread into my actual equity if I'm just willing to exchange that for terms. And so this specific situation with the $70,000, what I've done is I gave the seller $10,000 down and they are seller financing the remaining $60,000 to me for 0% interest and zero payments for 36 months. And then the payments start. First year, okay, so year, uh, 36 to 48 months, I start paying $150 a month. Then to 60 months, I start paying $300 a month. And it goes up at year six, which is 72, it goes up to $400 a month towards their equity at 0% interest. Now, the challenge with that is that I actually sat down in front of a deal and I said, what are the rent rates going to do over the next three years, five years, six years, seven years? And what can I afford to pay that seller as I raise my own rent rates? I utilize that data to then go back to the seller and negotiate what would work for me. So when people say, well, what do I do with all that equity? Well, it depends on the deal. It depends on the seller. It depends on the rent rates. It depends on so many things. And as somebody who's going through medical school, it's like, well, how do you, I diagnose the patient? Well, I don't know. Is the di is the patient 91 or are they 18 years old? Because I'm going to give them different medication. I'm going to give them different care. I'm going to give them all sorts of different things. And so it's the same thing in creative finances that you absolutely have to talk to the seller about their individual situation. Um, you have to get on the phone. And that's, you know, like somebody like Tevin, this is why I like having Tevin on here. And I like having Jabs. Jabs is absolutely amazing. We have a lot of our amazing, amazing students in the side chat that are killers at actually talking to sellers, understanding their situations, and then reverse engineering a structure that will actually work for the buyer, right? Because in a normal situation, Quinn, is I would have looked at this $350,000 deal 
And if I just went to Bigger Pockets, which I like Bigger Pockets, I was just on a Bigger Pockets uh, uh, stage yesterday. I like Bigger Pockets. They're great. But if I go to Bigger Pockets, I'm going to be taught that, well, I want this $350,000 house. So what I, I'm going to do is I'm going to go find a realtor. And that realtor and I, we're going to go put 20% down on this property, maybe even upwards of 30% down, depending on the lender. So 20% down means I'm going to buy this property with $70,000 down payment. I also have to have credit. Okay. I also have to have this magical thing called credentials that people forgot, forget about, which is my W-2, my tax returns, my bank records, my blood type, whether I'm circumcised or not, right? The bank is going to ask you all these questions. Not really. Somebody's going to be like, wait, hold on. They ask you that question? No, they don't. And it was just a joke, guys. Don't worry. So they're going to ask you these questions until they give you a loan. And so it's really challenging to go buy a $350,000 house. It's also not very scalable. So I look at it and, I, and a lot of the seller, uh, the seller calls that I do, I did two, three seller calls today, recorded them all, let people watch me do them, locked up a sub two deal today, helped three people get their first deal. That, was, that literally happened two hours ago, okay? Put the, put the thing together and got the deal done, okay? So in all my seller calls, you will hear me tell the seller, hey, seller, I'm sure you want a really high down payment. The problem with me giving you a high down payment is that I typically give about $10,000 down. Sometimes, depending on the seller, I might not put any money down because my job is to have a higher velocity of money. Now, most sellers don't know what velocity means. They think I'm talking about Jurassic Park and Velociraptors, but I just tell them my money can spread over more deals the less down payment I do. So most of my sellers are requiring five to $10,000 as a down payment. So you asking me for $50,000 actually makes it so I, I could use that same 50 grand you're asking for to go buy five or even upwards of 10 deals. So this is probably not a good deal for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. You see how hard that would, would have been to answer that in an Instagram <laughs> DM? Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Thanks for the question on, on Instagram. I, I, I really do appreciate it. It helps, it helps other people um, understand it more deeply. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Pace. You're the man. Absolutely, brother. Okay, so, Tevin, that's an interesting question, huh? No, I, I, it's a great question. Ooh, I thought Joel says clear, cleared, it up for, cleared up a lot for me. There you go. Okay. Um, so here's, here's another question. Josh McCabe says, I'd love to hear about creative financing around reverse mortgages. So guys, if you are a sub two student, if you're part of the greatest real estate community on planet earth, please, please tell people in the side chat that you can help them because there's a lot of people in here that are new, as you can see, Josh McCabe, who I've seen before, but he's obviously not a student or else he would have said, we don't need to worry about this because we've taught the, we've talked about this. So guys, please, Please help the people who are not students, okay? And if you are a non-student, make sure you are linking in with the students, okay? How did I know, Josh? Because my students would have never asked that question. And so this is an important thing for you to understand is that we got hundreds. We have 700 people live right now between a couple of YouTube streams. They all came here to see my boy, Tevin, talk about a deal that you and I just did, dog. That was fun, bro. That was fun. Oh. Okay, so Tevin, uh, let's talk about this deal. So it's a it's a duplex in Myrtle Beach, seller finance, two percent interest, 
How, where did this deal come from and why is it important that I brought you on here? I already know why I brought you on here. I want people to understand that you can help them get deals done too. So even if you weren't the person that was direct to seller, even if you were just the person that provided moral support, even if you were the person that just came to me with the deal, I don't care what your involvement was. Tell me what your involvement was. How did you find the deal? How did you structure this? And make sure you're highlighting yourself so that people will reach out to you. In fact, Tevin, I think you should change your, I think you should change your name. Actually, here, I'll do it for you. You tell the story. I'm going to put a sliding banner across the bottom with, your, good, in, with your Instagram name. Appreciate you, bro. Um, so this one actually came from another sub two student. Um, they had been following up on this lead for about six months. Um, seeing if the seller was interested, um, give them applause for, you know, following up that long. Cause we know follow up is the name of the game in this business and real estate. You gotta stay consistent. Every, the more you're there is the more you're going to get in front of these sellers. Um, so Long story short, they actually brought the deal to another sub two student. Um, that other sub two student ended up locking it up too high. They offered the seller at first $615,000 with $60,000 down at six and a half percent interest, which was a deal killer. We knew that wouldn't cash flow. So let's, let's pause on that for a second. Let's remind ourselves of what that was. So they, uh, what was the purchase price on this deal? It's a seller finance, which means the seller has no mortgage. Right. right. There's no mortgage on this deal. It's all seller finance. The seller owns this property free and clear. So the original offer was how much? Six hundred and fifteen thousand with sixty thousand dollars down at six and a half percent interest. No, thank you. Right. Bro, I was like, that's 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 crazy. That's that's not a deal at all. OK, so six hundred and sixty thousand, sixty thousand dollars down with six percent interest. Why are we doing the devil's numbers on this deal? That was the devil's. No. Deal. 615, 615. Oh, 615. All right. 615, $60,000 down at 6% interest. That's still 666, bro. I don't, I don't like that, but it is what it is. So that was the original contract. So what happened with that contract is it obviously didn't go anywhere, right? Right. So what happened is they were working with the other sub two student. Um, the sub two student brought in their lender and their lender was like, no, absolutely not. I'm not touching that. Um, and so that sub two student backed out. So the original sub two student who was direct to seller was freaking out. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, they walked away last minute and the seller's freaking out. She wants to sell her house. She doesn't know what to do. And that's why she, and then she reached out to me and she was like, Tevin, I don't know what to do. Can you help? I was like, yeah, tell me the story. What's happening? She's like, we got it locked up for 615,000, $60,000 down, six and a half percent interest. And I was like, it's not going to work. It's not a deal. So I was like, tell you what, let me go get on the phone with the seller. And I saw, I hopped on the phone with the seller. Um, I was talking to sub two student. And she's like, when can you hop on the phone? I was like, let's do it right now, bro. Literally what you always do is let's hop on the phone with the seller right now. We have no time to waste. So I got on the phone with the seller. Um, I learned my negotiation tactics from you, bro. So, <laughs> you know, I had to negotiate the seller down and what we originally got the seller to was, well, I got the seller to $400,000 with $40,000 down at 2.11% interest. So I haven't talked to you about this. This was the most interesting seller finance interest rate I've ever purchased. Why did you guys land on 2.11% interest? So it's funny. Um, she had a number in mind 
that she wanted to cash flow because she was told a higher number. And so I had to slowly break her back down to why maybe someone else might do it. And she might spend the next six months finding somebody that's willing to throw away $60,000 down on a deal that doesn't work. But I was like, hey, listen, I'm in business to make money and you're going to help me help you if I buy a deal that makes sense. So I have to be able to cash flow for me to be able to help you. And because the seller wanted to retire. So that was her real why. And I was like, seller finance allows you to retire. You know how it is, bro. We're spending most of our years now acquiring properties. And then in our later years, we're going to turn around and seller finance them as well. It's the circle of life, bro. Simba, Mufasa, Kumbaya. And when we told her that it was, um, she pretty much was like, okay, you know, and, you know, I had to negotiate her a little bit more. But that's ultimately what we ended up at. 400000 40 grand down at 2.11%. You got a $215,000 price reduction. This is an interesting topic because what I realize with people is that they're not willing to commit to a long-term follow-up process, right? So they go, man, seller wants this much money. Okay, follow up. Yeah. Follow up follow up and then on top of it you've got to be great at negotiating tevin did has the as sub two community the daily dial the nightly dial has that been playing a big part of what you've been able to accomplish in your negotiating um yeah but i'd say mostly um and this is just me personally um bro i go back to your i'm talking about when the mentorship began videos and i literally i'm, I'm serious bro i've listened to your recordings just one recording like I've listened to different ones, but this specific one at least 10 times is like four hours long. I'll listen to it while I'm driving. So I hear your cadence when you're talking, the way you talk to sellers, the way the way you might say certain things, the way you um, highlight different things about them. Bro, I've learned all this negotiation from you. Well, you've obviously you've added your own flavor to it. You've made it yeah. your own flavor, right? That's the good thing is like a good chef takes another chef's ingredients and says, how do I make this my own flavor? Right. Exactly. And that's what I appreciate about all my boys in here, you included, Jabs and, and Tyler's and Eddie's of the world and everybody in the side chat. Guys, if you are a sub two student and you're a sub two closer, please drop your name in the side chat. There's a lot of people in here that say, I need help. I'm lost. We got 706 people in here tonight just to see Tevin. So Tevin, your Instagram name is on the bottom, scrolling across the bottom. That is the correct Instagram, right? That's the correct Instagram, bro. I think what we should do right now is we should see how many people can tag you on Instagram or DM you by the end of the show. Cause we're going to go through and we're going to do some Q and a we're going to, we all see this guy, Jasper right here. He always comes in here with great questions. I'm going to answer some of his questions here in a couple of minutes and you're going to help me out with that. Okay. So everybody, please DM this gentleman, Tevin, his Instagram name is on the bottom of the screen, scrolling by DM him, especially if you're a sub two student, tell him you love him. If you're not a sub two student, tell him you want to work with him and you want to bring him deals. Okay. So a couple of things, 2.11% seller finance. That's crazy, dude. So essentially what you did, let me get this straight, Tevin. You created a payment based on what the seller told you they were looking for, what the number that they needed to retire by. And you essentially backed into it by saying, well, this purchase price mixed with this interest rate gives you that payment so that you could retire. Is that how you came up with that? 100%, bro. I made it all about the seller. 
Okay, so this is what I want to highlight. Okay. Um, love it. Me and Tevin was going to work a deal together. He's going to be my funding partner for. Of course he is, because you guys are going to do a thousand. You imagine how many deals you and Jabs are going to do together, bro? Bro, I look forward to it, honestly. You and Devin, you you and Jabs are probably going to do, I don't know, 50 to 100 deals together. So, um, T-Town Supreme, I don't know. I don't know if I, when I when I'm talking to you, I don't know if I'm ordering a pizza or if I'm talking to a human being. One day, I hope everybody on here changes their name. Oh, and then Doritos. Somebody's name is Doritos. Literally, how did you even get the <laughs> name Doritos? That's crazy. So T-Town Supreme, what are you and Sub2 students in Atlanta doing about Airbnb regulation incoming? Bro, it means nothing to me. Here's a couple of reasons why. You ever heard of traveling nurses? You ever heard of furnished finder? You ever heard of 30-day minimum um, rentals? They haven't touched any of that kind of stuff. None of it. Literally none of it. So um, in all of our properties that we are utilizing in Atlanta, which Atlanta is my favorite market, I love Atlanta. North Carolina, South Carolina are close second. Texas, um, Florida is great. Uh, just where's Myrtle Beach? That's South Carolina, right? South Carolina, yeah. So I just bought I just bought a duplex right on the beach in Myrtle Beach from Tevin and another student. And um, I'm buying deals, but I really love Atlanta. And so for me, I continue to buy in Atlanta regardless because traveling nurses and furnished finder. So think about this, guys, for a second. Um, for people that are new to us and don't know this, Jamil and I, Washington, F Washington, F Oregon, F California, F New Jersey, F New York, all of your guys' politics. I'm here's here's the thing. Imagine this, Tevin. What's like one of your favorite stores to shop out as like a as a man, like to go shopping for like clothes? Where's the last place you bought a piece of clothing? Honestly, bro, Walmart, this jacket. Okay, perfect. I love me some Walmart. Okay. I love Walmart. So imagine you walk into Walmart and not only do they not have those really nice senior citizen greeters that are super sweet to you, but in fact, they have people yelling at you as you walk in, telling you, get the hell out of here. We hate you and we don't want your money. F you and your stupid jackets. We're fine. Buy, buy a jacket, but we're going to give you a hard time while you buy that jacket. Are you going to probably want to go back to that Walmart over and over and over? Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace. I'm going to freaking Kmart, y'all. I'm going to Kmart. I'm going to Ross. I'm going to anywhere else. Guys, that's how Washington, Oregon, California, New Jersey, and New York, New York. treat yeah. New, New York treat real estate investors. Okay. If you're a real estate investor and you're trying to have tenants, you guys control our rent rates. You control what I can do with my tenants when they don't pay their payments. Why would I intentionally invest in Washington if I'm outside of the state of Washington? I wouldn't. The only time I would invest in Washington is if I lived in Washington and I knew people in that local area. I'm going to be moving to Washington here in like 60 days for 35 days, and I will buy properties in Washington because I will be physically there. But if I have the choice of buying anything, I'm going somewhere where my money is welcome. And right now, your money is not welcome in Washington, Oregon, um, New Jersey, New York, or California. They don't like you. They don't like your money. They have their politics in a place that Oh, your tenant's not paying? That's too bad. COVID, non-COVID, it doesn't matter. You can't kick out a tenant for six months, a year, two years in some situations. And a lot of times you have to pay your... In LA County, you have to buy your tenants out. Even when their lease is up, you still got to cut them a check for $30,000, $40,000 to leave. You are not welcome in California, okay? 
Um, so there you go. Edwin says new laws in California coming up soon to make it harder on property owners. Same thing with the fix and flip law, right? The fix and flip law in California. You guys all hear about that. You know about that, Tevin? I actually didn't hear about it, bro. They have a minimum tax rate on all fix and flips. So you get taxed at closing. You don't get, you don't have to like, you don't have no ability to avoid this tax. You get paid at closing. Okay. That's crazy. Um, Texas is dope though. Um, Kelly. Okay, great. So let's bring up Jasper. Let's give him some value. What up? Ad, what up Jasper? How you doing dog? Uh, great. I'm doing good. I uh, just have a couple of questions as usual. Perfect. How's your mom been doing lately, dog? Uh, she's in Korea, so I wouldn't know. Oh, come on, dog. You know she's eating that Korean food. I had Korean food today for lunch. Legit. Oh, that's pretty good. I had denjon chigae, kimchi chigae. Uh, well, I had donkasu, but that's more Japanese than it is Korean. So I had a great freaking Korean lunch, dog. Yeah, sounds like you did. Jasper's so respectful. He doesn't even, <laughs> he doesn't even respond to my mom jokes at all. Come on, dog. So what do you got for me? Tell me what you got. So I have two uh, problems, and I hope you can answer them. So one of them is currently I was talking to a lead just yesterday about a potential seller financing offer on his duplex. Okay, what what market? Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. So um, currently he's looking for around two hundred to two thirty, um, and like nearby three bed two baths were selling for two sixty. Um, I know okay. like the comps, but then. Um, so it's a duplex with a three bed, two bath on each side. He bought it in 2007 and he hasn't done any updates since. Okay. You're, you're, you're frying my brain. What, what's my down payment? Uh, so th that's the part. So um, I was thinking we could do around like 30 K down payment. Why? Um, I was just thinking of 10% of like, um, no, Jasper, this is why you, this is why you got to join somebody's creative finance mentorship. Don't join mine. Cause obviously if you wanted to, you would have joined mine already. Don't join mine, but join somebody's, but going in with the thought process of a traditional, um, purchase in a creative finance scenario, bro, no, no. Jasper, you're young, so you don't know this, but have you ever walked into a bank to get a mortgage, um, application filled out? No. Okay. So we don't go into a bank and say, Hey, I'd like to give you 10% down on a house. That's not how this works. The bank tells you what they're willing to do. Is it too late for us to call this guy right now? Um, it might be a little too late, but cause it is nine 30 over there. Um, but we could try calling him. Let's let's try calling him. Okay. Um, should I call him? Uh, no. Does he um, shoot him a text? Can you text him? Yeah, I can shoot him a text. Say, yeah, just say, hey, my partner, um, my partner's on the West Coast and wondering if you have time for a three-minute phone call. You're going to watch Pace do his magic now, man. Now, the, the way I would much rather do this, Jasper, so at the end of the day, what are we looking for? We're looking for cash on cash return. So the more money I put down, the lower my return is going to be. Mm -hmm. The less I put down, the more my return is going to be. So your first gut reaction is going to be 10% down, bro. First and foremost, don't ask, don't go to the seller with any sort of terms. Ask them what they would like to see. When they say, well, I don't know, what would you be willing to do? Go, well, a lot of our sellers, because... They don't have to pay for closing costs. They don't have to pay for real estate commissions. They don't have to pay for any of the appraisal or inspection. A lot of our sellers just give us 
you know, sometimes zero dollars down. So he, we didn't, I didn't offer him the terms. That's what I was just running my numbers on. Yep. So, and he was kind of iffy about the whole contract and contract for deed thing. That's how he phrased it. Yeah. Contract um, for deed is, the, is, is how they do it over there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's an old school guy, older guy for sure. Yeah. He's 75. And so he's looking to retire. So I thought it'd yep. be, the, and he was worried about Let's his call campus. him, bro. Text him right now. Shoot. We're wasting I, I, time. I, I sent him a text. Um, hopefully he can, he can pick up, but. Um, usually he's not like super responsive. I'm always the one calling him. Um, but if this doesn't work, I have another issue. It was, so it should be a quick cash deal, but we haven't even finished the first deal, bro. Mm -hmm. We got to give you, we got to put the button on this. Okay. Did I give you, are you going to walk away from this live with a solid answer on what I just gave you? Or are you, are we kind of in the middle of the air? Um, we're kind of in the middle of there. Okay. So let's not move on to question number two. Okay. Come on, bro. Come on, Jasper. Shit stressing me out okay so here's the thing is that you you're looking for cash on cash return okay mm -hmm. so the lower amount of money you put down the higher your return is going to be mm -hmm. okay so first for, first rule of creative finance okay first rule of creative finance is always break even on monthly cash flow or have positive cash flow never have negative cash flow okay mm -hmm. rule number two of creative finance is Never put your brain inside the seller's head. Okay. Never put your brain inside the seller's head because your experiences, your expectations, your perceptions, your everything, you are going to be making judgments and calls for this seller before you've even talked to him about what his desires are. So you're going to be putting things in front of him and tripping up the conversation. The best thing to do is have him come to the table and tell you what he would be okay with before you start setting up trip wires and hurdles and all sorts of things. Don't put your brain in the seller's head. Ask questions before you give an offer. Okay. Third rule of creative finance. Third rule of creative finance is never throw out your terms first. Never give your price first. When a seller says, well, I'd be good at 230, say, great. If I was able to come up to 230,000, would you be willing to seller finance? Okay, well, you've probably done a great job of that. He goes, yeah, yeah, I would be interested. Okay, perfect. Well, we've got a lot of opportunities on our plate this week and actually next week as well. Have you ever thought about what, you, what that would look like from a seller finance standpoint? Down payment, if anything, or interest rate, if anything, and the seller's going to, what, what do you mean? Down payment, if anything. Well, a lot of our sellers, because we're avoiding, you know, they're avoiding having to go through real estate agents, appraisals, inspections, all these types of things. They're saving a lot of money selling to us. So essentially their bottom line is way higher selling through us. A lot of our sellers are willing to give us zero down. And in some situations, even zero percent interest, because we're basically baking all of that into the purchase price by helping you avoid all of those things. So when you go that route, you see how I don't want you to come in right out of the gate and go, we'd like to give you 10% down. You see how that kills that deal? Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are the top three rules of creative finance. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to clarify one thing. It's not that I'm not, I don't want to join your mentorship. I just I, like Jasper, I'm, I'm just teasing, brother. I know yeah, the answer. Okay. okay, yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. Jasper, you have to understand that when I'm on here for literally 10 hours a day, I was on a Zoom this morning at 6. I was on a Zoom this morning at 7. I've called sellers all day. I then did another Zoom 
um, today for another two hours. Then I've been on phone calls and now I've got Sunday service. Literally my Sunday consists of 12 hours worth of work, looking at a camera, talking to people. And if I don't make it fun, then I won't want to be here. And so I have to make your mom jokes and I have to tease you a little bit. And I got to tease my brother, Tevin, a little bit as well, because it makes it more fun for me to be here. Yeah. All right. But just so, wanted to make that clear. I, it's very clear. I know the reason why. So, um, guys, it's because we won't let Jasper in. That's why he's not in the mentorship. Because we, I want to buy a deal from him before he gets in. That's why. Um, Jasper's like, that's not why. Don't tell them the real reason why. <laughs> tell, them, tell them the real reason why. So, uh, Jasper, do you now understand what you've got to do with the seller before? Whether we get on the phone with him or not, do you now have the next step in the process of what you should do? Yes, definitely. Okay. So I gave you the script because mm -hmm. now when you go back on the, what you should do is this is going to get posted on YouTube. Go back to this moment, 40 minutes in or 38 minutes in when we first started and write it all down and literally read it word for word. Yep. Everything that I said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank God I didn't offer him any terms. I, I always knew never offer first. Thank never God. offer anything first. Okay. So what's your second issue? Let's see if Tevin and I can answer this. It's, it's not a really creative finance one. That's um, okay, bro. I do wholesale and fix and flip and all that boring <laughs> stuff too. So currently this lead, he like the tax sale is between tomorrow and the 15th. Okay. And um, we're looking to do like a simple quick cash deal, but he's saying that he doesn't think he can catch up on his uh, payments for the one year. So it gets taken off the tax sale list. What, what market is this? It's the same market. I'm just focused on Tulsa. Okay. So he can't pay he, text the text this guy, text mm -hmm. this guy too. And say, Hey, can you talk to my partner? Let's get on the phone call with the seller, homie. She it. Jasper, who, who's in there with you? Who's, who's in the house with you? Uh, my girlfriend. What's her name? Uh, Lou. Lou, come say hi to us. No, she she has like a face mask thing, so she's not really- Show us the face to. mask, Lou. No, she, she doesn't want come on, to. Come on, bro. She's awesome. Lou, show us the face mask. What's up? How you doing? Uh, just, just, just I think she's me. more daring than you, Jasper. There she is. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Lou, can I tell you something about this guy? Uh... I, th I think you already know this about him, but he's he's an action taker. He's amazing. And he asks really great questions. He's he's super smart and he's kind of handsome. Yeah, I know. Uh, what kind of face mask do you got? Is it like aloe vera? What is this? Uh, like the dry something like the. It's like some like face moisturizing um, mask. Yeah. yeah, that's how that's how a man would describe this. How would a woman <laughs> describe this? Uh, do you want to describe? Uh, I'm stressing them out. This is yeah, too she's, good. She's Lou, out. Hey, Lou, it was good to meet you. You're amazing. Suit, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lou. You're amazing. So, Jasper, mm -hmm. this guy can't pay his tax bill, right? Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? He's going to lose his house. The, exactly. I, I sent him the agreement, and he was supposed to sign it today. But um, Do you have a buyer for it? Yeah, I found a buyer. He says, uh, like, I, I found like three buyers for it uh, with uh -huh. different price ranges, but it's just I, I can't get this guy to sign the deal. And if he can't pay off his thing, it will go on the tax sale list. Okay. And do you know why he's, remember, we, the first time you came in here and asked me some questions, do you know why this guy's not signing your contract? Because he's under contract with someone else. 
He's either under contract with somebody else, he's shopping your offer to somebody else, or he's in disbelief that he's actually going to go to foreclosure, right? Mm -hmm. How much does he owe? Uh, in terms of just taxes, um, it was 6.9K. Six, so 6,900 bucks, mm -hmm. okay? And what is he, is he trying to stay in the house? No, no, no. So this is one of his like rental properties that his Oh my gosh, let's call this guy. Do we, mm -hmm. do you got, did he you text you back? Uh, he didn't text me back. Let me, uh, we can call him. He's usually a late sleeper. So yeah, could... um, Jasper put in the, in the private chat. Okay. There's a private chat when you're on the stage, go in the private mm -hmm. chat and give me this guy's name and number. Yeah. Guys, 760 people in here tonight on Sunday service. Good to see you. Um, everybody in here, please don't, don't just like this show. But make sure you tell people who you are in the side chat. Tell people, I'm a student. I can help you. Or I'm not a student. I need help, right? One of those two. Please let people know in the side chat. This is a place where I want people squatting up and doing deals. In fact, every single time Jasper comes on here, I'm like, shame on my students for not helping this man every day. The dude has leads like crazy. Tevin, why are you linking in with, with Jasper? This is the first time I'm seeing Jasper, but I was going to say, in this situation, you'd probably tell him to do some gator lending, right? I probably would, but I honestly, I'm just going to nudge the guy. That's my goal. My goal is to nudge him a little bit. I'm, I'm obviously just nudge him. Hello. Hey, is this Mason? Yes. Hey, Mason. My name is Pace. I'm uh, Jasper's financier. Do you remember Jasper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hey, I, I think he told me you guys are on the East Coast. Is this too late for you? Is this okay? No, we're, I'm in Tulsa. I'm in, uh, well, Central, whatever. Central Standard Time. Oh, damn, dude. That's like 9.50 your time. Yeah, yeah. It's almost 10 o'clock, oh, yeah. What, are you out on a date or something? No, I'm actually on my way back home now, though. Oh, good, good. Hey, so this is what I do for Jasper. Jasper calls me, and we partner on deals. I'm the guy that cuts all the checks and writes all the all the money. Yeah. He said you've got some sort of tax sale coming up, I think, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. And he, I haven't been able to get a hold of Jasper. I think he's been just working all day long. But I, he sent me a note and told me to allocate money for this deal to make sure that the, the property doesn't get foreclosed on. Are you guys? Are we moving forward on this deal? I mean, I would like to, yeah. Uh, I mean, I hate for it to just go up for auction. Yeah, I mean. So what do we, what do we got to do? Do I, I got to wire money tomorrow? What am I doing? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know he wants to buy one of the houses. I got three, which I'm not worried about one of them. Um, it's like, what's one, like, which ones do you want to get get rid of? What's up? Which ones uh, do you, you got three, but you want to get rid of two? Yeah, possibly two. Yeah, we, we already talked about 50, uh, 101, and that one's like, I believe, like 1300, I believe. I think he, auction block, you know? he told me that one was 6,900 bucks. Is, is that a different house? That's, yeah. That's for everything. That's, that's, that's like the complete, but I'm talking about just to get it off the auction block tomorrow. It's only like, you know, like 13 or something like that. But I know. Yeah. It's like all together. It's that much. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So which, which one am I funding this week? Which one are we buying this week? Uh, the 5101, that one we're talking about. Okay, got it. Um, I and I'll probably get a hold of him tomorrow. But have we like signed paperwork? Are we? Uh, I, I didn't think I'd be able to get it off the auction block. You know what I mean? Oh, we can do that tomorrow, my brother. 
All right. Well, let me uh, look it back over and stuff. Give me give you a call right back or just give him a call. Uh, just shoot me a text message and tell me we're good. All right. Because I got basically what happens is every day I ha- I wired money like 10 different times to 10 different deals to stop people's foreclosures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I just got to know which one I'm which ones I'm doing and which ones I'm not doing. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, well, give me just a little bit. I'll give you a text. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you. Jasper, we got a karate chop you, bro. I can't. If this deal works out, I'm joining sub too. No joke. Well, I mean, I, why wouldn't you? There's nobody better on the phone than me. Nobody. No, I because I, I made it. Myself I don't even. I don't even need an intro. I don't need to know anything about the deal. I just jump in. The guy became my best friend in six seconds. It's literally every call I've ever made in my life is like name one bad call I've ever made. Tevin, have remember. you ever seen me make a bad call? No, not, no, no. It seems impossible, but no, you haven't. In fact, I, I, when Tevin first joined um, Sub2, this was back two years ago, I would do these 12-hour extravaganzas on Saturdays. I'd be like, just give me the worst of the worst calls with your sellers, and that's the only calls I would take for 12 hours straight. And it, it's like call after call, like that 30 minute long phone calls, 45 minute long phone calls, hour long phone calls that are a thousand times better than that. That was a cakewalk. Do you see how I, do you see how I made him like, bro, come on, dog. What are you doing? I, and, I didn't know we could give him like 1300 because I didn't feel comfortable giving him $1,300. Come on, dog. How, how, how that worked out. Here, here's, here's why I brought Tevin on here. Okay. This is why I brought Tevin on here is because I want to highlight to you that it's not just about me. My community is full of leaders that started where you're at or way newer and have become monsters in this industry. You should be able to rely on people like Tevin, rely on uh, the sub two students. Even if you're not a sub two student, you should be able to rely on a guy like Tevin. Tevin, you would have already, you you know what you would have done? You would have already gotten that contract. I failed because the guy's driving. I would have been like, if, if it was Tevin, this is Tevin. Hey, um, I'll wait for you. Just just stay on phone. I'll just wait for you to sign the contract. Pull over on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, pull over the side of the road, you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> there's peop- there's students of ours that will do this for you, bro. Like you don't need to join sub two. You need to leverage the sub two students. Jasper, in the side chat, give my boy Tevin your cell phone number. You guys need to be texting right now. He needs to become um one of your best friends, okay? Yeah, man, because that was, if we had that information, um, if you just dug a little deeper, I mean, by the way, you did a great job. You're taking action, like they said. But you dig a little deeper and you find out that information, we could have got you 1300 bucks two weeks ago, today, yesterday. Yes. And, and you, you would have already closed this deal. How much are you going to make on this this deal, bro? Um. So... I said seven, so I, I gave him, I'm going to buy it from him for 7K and hopefully double close it at 15. Hmm. Okay. Why, why double close it? Um, I just, because I know the whole Tulsa, like Oklahoma, like they are kind of strict on wholesaling. So I just more feel more comfortable or someone recommended me that it's just better. It's just a good idea, especially if you're starting out, just, just to double close, just to make things safe. Okay. I like the double close, but it's a smaller deal. 
Okay, mm-hmm. it's a smaller deal. So if you're going to double close, Tulsa, your your title and escrow company are going to take a couple thousand dollars out of your assignment fee, bro. Yeah. Do you know how many face masks that'll buy for your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Um, a but- lot, dog. Those things are like 25 bucks. Yeah. Okay? You literally, I just got you like an extra 50 face masks. Okay, so why? <laughs> See, this is that's another sales skill, bringing things back up. Okay, bringing things back up that you learned 20 minutes ago or whatever. That's a sales skill, right? So paying attention to the important things. So here's the thing. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I love how Munif is now teasing me. He goes, if you need a realtor, <laughs> just find one to help facilitate it. I've been teasing people about the way that we sp- people pronounce realtor. Everybody says it, realtor. It's like, it's not realtor, it's realtor, Okay. Um, so a couple things for you, brother. I, w- I don't think I would double close this. Do you feel solid with your buyer? No, I don't know them because this is my first deal. I've just been advertising it kind of on Facebook. So it's not super confident that relationship. Mm. But I have three people who seem very interested when I followed up with them again, who are still interested. So hopefully that they'll work out. The challenge is I always tell people, go find buyers before you find sellers. And you kind of went the opposite way, which is fine. It's good. You, you put it all together. The challenge is now, right? The challenge is you've got a $7,000 purchase. You're going to close on it. And then you have to pay another set of closing costs. So you're going to, you'll go from making $8,000 on the deal to probably making something like $5,000 on the deal because of all these closing costs. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I would do is I'm going to suggest a couple things to you. Okay. I would ask your buyer if they would pay the double close costs and make sure that you net $8,000. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or two, I would go to your buyer and say, can you pay me outside of escrow? Once the deal closed, can you wire me? Can you send me a check for $8,000? Let's put an agreement together. It says I can lien the property if you don't pay me. And I would have them just buy it outright. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what I would do is I would have them uh, wire you um, do a wire transfer outside of close of escrow. That one is a little trickier because you kind of have to trust people. I would mm-hmm. do the first one and just say, can you double close it and pay for the closing costs? I really need to net this much money. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. So like Munif says, that's the best workaround outside of o- Oklahoma um, restrictions. Okay. So when people are like, oh, you can't wholesale. Uh, okay. You know how many freaking ways you could work around everything? Jasper. That's why we're creative finance investors, bro. That's right, baby. We don't just, we, we're not just creative on deals. We're creative on everything. Yeah. Just yeah. creative in general. Jasper, you feel good? We got what you needed? Yeah, definitely. Um, I made a promise to myself if I do my first deal, I'm joining sub two. We, but we already day. blocked you, dog. I'm sorry. We, I, I called the enrollment team. You're blocked. I'm just going to force my way. I'm going to open that door. Ja- Jasper, here's how you, down. this is how you join sub two, okay? Okay. You do a deal with one of my students, Tevin, preferably, because mm-hmm. he's here. Do a deal with Tevin. Have Tevin call some of your, in fact, Tevin, you imagine how many freaking seller leads he has sitting in his, his uh, CRM right now that he's not tapping into? I know. I know. Jasper, you know how many deals you have right now, right now 
See, this is why when people say stuff like, man, you, you, you should get your first deal as a cash deal. Really? Because as your leads are laying there dead on the floor, somebody like Tevin could come along and clean those leads up and get your first deal for you real damn quick. Homeboy just knocked $215,000 off a of purchase price, $20,000 off of a down payment, and 4% off of, off of the interest rate. That's, That's pretty gangster. Yeah. And just like Pace, I'll buy the deal too. So if we buy the deal, um, you don't even have to worry about having a buyer in the creative deal. As long as it's not in our, our states that we don't like, bro. New York, New Jersey, Cali. Uh, I live in New York. Come on. Nah. <laughs> where, where do you live in New York? Uh, Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn. That Brooklyn's dope, dude. You get, I mean, living there is one thing, right? You guys yeah. have amazing food. Um, you're Korean, I imagine. Mm -hmm. There's not be many better Asian food cities in the whole entire world than all of New York City. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing. Do you speak Korean? Yeah, I speak Korean. No, bro, you do not. I do. I speak Chinese as well. Holy moly. You know, um, so that's how you, that's how you're going to get in. Okay. I, mm -hmm. I, you're literally not getting into sub two unless you do a deal with one of the students. Okay. And I, I okay. and I want you to challenge yourself. What I would do is Tevin, what I would do, bro, for your content is I would maybe do a zoom with Jasper and go, let's look through your leads and then try and find a handful of dead leads that you could revive. And that would be some really good content for your stuff. All right. Sounds good, bro. And, um, Jasper, once we do a deal together, let's post it, man. Yeah, definitely. First deal and let's get it done. Love it. Absolutely love it. Jasper, good to see you, brother. All right. Thank you so much, Pace. Always appreciate it. Of course. Tell your mom I said hi, okay? <laughs> She's in Korea. So if Sorry. Uh, great question, though. <laughs> it's good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So, guys, 800 people on Sunday service with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Please subscribe. We work our asses off. We spend a lot of money to bring this content to you. We provide, you know, a, a seller call. Like, who calls a seller... 9.50 on a Sunday night and nudges the thing forward. Who does that? Come on. And with no fear, in front of 800 people. Bro, they really need to, like, screenshot this, timestamp it, and post it on Instagram. Show, show pay some love, guys. I mean, I, RJ, RJ Bates does it, but he's never had 800 people show up for anything of his, so I think that would be a challenge for him. I'm taking a shot at my boy, RJ Bates. I was just texting him, telling him I love him. So just taking a shot. Love, the, love him. I was texting somebody like in terms of cash, RJ Bates is definitely up there. Munif, phenomenal. Tevin, phenomenal. My boys, all my boys are so good. We got a lot of ladies in sub two that are killers, killers. as well. Killers. I'm wondering what's going to happen with the upcoming closers Olympics. Do you think RJ Bates is going to take it again? Or do you think somebody from sub two is going to take him down? I think Munif got him this time. You think Munif's got? What about you, Tevin? You think you wouldn't that be dope? As if in the finals, it's you and Munif. That'd be fun. That'd actually be really fun. That would be so damn dope. Um, somebody, Larry Parsons says, "I need a sub two student to help me get into the mentorship." My boss is. Let's see. My boss is on the fence about loaning me to join i'm a gator struggling to get my business credit funded and i'm and pay rent i'm lost um larry i don't know how you could be lost bro you're in the great community you just need to reach out and have people help you out my brother 
Does anyone does anyone do the Morbi method? I would like to do them, but need financing. Anyone know how to get it? Yes. Um, we get all of our financing for the Morbi method through myinvestorloan.com. Now, if you guys go to myinvestorloan.com to do the Morbi method or the fix and flips or the burrs or whatever, and you guys get rejected for whatever reason, just DM me and I'll sponsor you and be a partner with you on that deal. Look at this. Brian, Dan Quijano. Did anybody watch Dan Quijano on the agent outreach challenge with Jamil? Did you, did you watch that, Tevin, or did you miss that? No, I missed it. You've just been out closing deals, huh? I'm trying to. <laughs> Bo Howard says, um, this was really good. Bo Howard says, pace versus DQ, Dan Keanu. I, bro, I'll pass, the, I'll pass the torch. He can have it. He can have it. At one Dan's point. good, but I don't know if he can take you yet. That's, that's a mm. tough task. Mm. Uh, Brandon Duran will, will take the closers Olympics. Oh, I could see that happening, dude. I could absolutely see that happening. I, I what I think is going to happen is I think they're going to shut down the closers Olympics because what they're going to have to do is they're going to be like, guys, we have to rebrand this. We have, it can't be the closers Olympics anymore. It has to be called the sub two Olympics because literally 90% of the contestants in this country are all sub two students. So there you go. Uh, Daniel Quijano says, I can't have it if you got it, bro. Come on, dude. You you crushed it on that challenge. Everybody loved, loved, loved you. Um, you know what's fun is that I, I'm not getting a lot of questions, and I think a lot of people got a lot of value. So here's what we'll do. We'll wrap it up early. Here's what I want to do with you, Tevin. One more time. Tell the people how people – have you gotten any DMs, by the way? You gotten any um, um, text messages? You gotten any – Jeez. Bro, 97. Here's here's the funny thing, though. Okay, here's the funny thing about this. 97 people out of 800. So we're talking about 12, 13% of people. Okay. 12 to 13% of people take action. And the homework was just DM Tevin or tag him on Instagram. And he got 97 out of eight. 100 plus people. That's how many people took action. So when you guys are sitting there wondering, man, I'm stuck, I'm lost, I'm not getting things done. Well, are you one of those action takers? There's people that just naturally do everything that they're told and they get shit done. Jasper is one of those, to be honest. Jasper's like, okay, I'll go do it. See, Joan, Joan says, I was one out of the 97. That's freaking badass. Action taker. Okay, guys, so here's the homework for the night. What I want you to do, Tevin and I just did a deal together. This boy negotiated a uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, seller finance deal all the way from $600,000 purchase price, 6% interest, and $60,000 down, all the way down to $400,000. For, actually, what was the purchase price? For, yeah, $400,000, $400, $40,000 $40, down at 2.11% interest. Um, right here, Michael Carter says, how do I DM Tevin? So right now, guys, look on the screen. You can see at Tevin Moxham on the screen itself. It's scrolling across the bottom. Go on Instagram, look up his name, Tevin Moxham, and send him a message and say, yo, dude, saw you on Sunday service. Would love to connect. Let's do deals together. Let's give this man some freaking love. He just sold me a deal. Do you know what I'm doing with this deal, by the way? I heard that you're going to give it to Caroline for um, cash flow. 
I'm giving her all the cash flow from the Airbnb. I'm renovating. I funded it. We closed it. I'm going to renovate this bad boy, get it operational as an Airbnb, and all of the net cash flow is going to Caroline as her next bonus. I want Caroline to be, get used to this cash flow coming in so she gets addicted to it. Okay? Yeah, that's amazing, bro. You're amazing. Seriously. Bro, oh, I we- wonder, if you got like five minutes, I'd like to share a deal I did with you. Let's do it. All right, bro. This one was fun to me. Um, and again, it's just always being creative with what you do, guys. It's Pace is telling you it's not about real estate. I mean, not only real estate, but just creative in everything you do. Um, it was a seller finance deal. Um, so I got it as a seller finance. I turned around and I wrapped it. So I, I bought it and wrapped it for like, I think, 40 grand higher than I got it for. It took a $25,000 down payment. Um, there was still 25 grand in equity left. And so I was like, I really want more cash out of this deal. So like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So I was like, you know what? The buyer on the wrap has a lot of cash. I was like, so let me offer him the $25,000 in in exchange for $15,000 in cash. And so we turned that imaginary money into 15 grand cash in hand. He was happy. Obviously, you know, he saved some time on his mortgage. That's gangster. Yeah, bro. I don't think a lot of people even know what you just said. Listen, they'll be able to rewind it later. (laughs) That's so good, dude. That's so good. So you sold it to a rap buyer. Yep. And you go, man, this guy still owes me $25,000 on my equity position. How about I just tell him I'll forgive the $25,000 debt he owes if he just gives me $15,000 right now. So you squeezed the the juice right out of it and you got $15,000 in your pocket, walked away. Extra cash, bro. Extra cash. My gosh. Yeah, bro. That one was fun. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me, bro. Um, It's been amazing to hang out. Even more amazing to do a deal with family, to do a deal with you. The best. Think think about how much money... um, Caroline's going to make on the cash flow over that on that deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, how cool is that? Like, how hard does she work for the community all the freaking time? Exactly. And bro, even even just to help another sub two student get the deal done. Um, I know that's that's changed her life. So, that's just Tevin, amazing. did you record the call where you negotiated the seller down from six hundred to four hundred? Um, I didn't, but the sub two student did. See if you can get that. You need to start recording more of your stuff. Yeah, I know. I need to get on social media. I'm being an irresponsible business owner. You like are this. being irresponsible, bro. And you're and the last time I saw you on social media is when you were posting a picture of yourself with a sub two um, license plate. I know, I know. I got to post more, bro. Um, I'm just trying to be a go giver like you, but I, I need to post it more. You need I to know. post your go giving so you can go give more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like people need to know you're out there that you can help them. How many DMs have you gotten so far? Let's see. Um, now it's 99, so two more people. Re- refresh that, bro. Refresh that. I'm going to refresh it right now. There's no way oh, only two more people. Bro, I finally got an iPhone like you've been talking about. I changed the Android out to an iPhone. All right, so it's uh, it's 100 now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, bro. bro, the last deal we did, though, we gave um the seller, and I'll, I'll, post, I'll post that recording. Um, we gave the seller, I'm not sorry, not the seller, the, the buyer, we gave her 6,500 bucks out of our own pocket for, for rehab. 
Wow. I was a single mom, five kids, and you just felt it was the right thing to do. And so but that, that one, bro, like you always talk about, emotional equity, bro, so worth it, bro. Why ha why, see what I'm saying? Like, you need to be telling these stories, dude. People need to be hearing these freaking stories. Yeah. You're right, bro. Shame, shame, shame. I know your name. <laughs> Uh, guys, Tevin, he's he's absolutely amazing. Look at his name on Instagram, at Tevin Moxham. Dexter just says, bro, we need to know you, Tevin. Yeah, I apologize, guys. I'm going to do better on that. You can 10x your go-giving by letting people know you exist. You can 10x your deal flow by that as well. So I love you, brother. Appreciate you. Let's do more deals together. And uh, everybody on Sunday service, thank you guys so much. Please share this with everybody next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about... Um, foreclosures foreclosures are up 700 percent, and i'm going to start calling foreclosures for you guys on sunday service we'll see Great. you guys see you guys next week uh -huh.